Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Tonight is Sunday, the 1st of February, 2015. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. Whenever you're ready, brother, you can take it away. Yep, I appreciate that. Number two, uh, I eat gook chow, beer gook dinky dow. Well, that may be true, but I can eat the hell out of it, and I can cook the crap out of it. Mediterranean, Middle East, uh, I damn, I can get on that cardamom coffee, and they got a cardamom tea. Uh, man, you can make it and uh, use unrefined sugar. They call it Jagger or Jagger. Uh, you can get it in a endo pack or a um, Hindu India type grocery and uh, it comes in a big uh, round kind of a wheel and it's really um, um, a palm sugar man you talking about fine you can take that and a little bit of fresh uh, um, uh, natural uh, bourbon cured coffee bean I mean coffee not coffee but uh, vanilla beans, and uh, then take and put that cardamom. And if you take your cardamom, put it in your coffee grinder, and uh, grind it and put it on top of your beans that you ground, and uh, put it in your uh, coffee maker. And I've got one of those real fine, high-grade, uh, multi-use. Uh, I guess it's a vinyl, or I've got one that's a gold-plated. And, or golden colored. Then I've got a couple of them that's um, the uh, nylon, and uh, as long as you don't, you know, really uh, uh, turn that coffee into a pure Turkish grind, uh, then uh, you're okay. But man, you can you can thin it down, put it good in that grinder, <laughs> put that cardamom in there when it's ground. And man, you're talking about fine with them fresh beans. It is showing up good. What I'm sipping on right now. Matter of fact, I took and made some. Uh, Scratch made uh, um, oh man, it's that uh, tamarind sauce, a Thai variety. Make it a little bit hot. I would next time I'm gonna put a little bit more uh, uh, hot madras curry powder in it. But uh, you can taste that, and uh, when you cook it, prepare it, put it in its jars. And then pressure or uh, water bath cook it for, you know, 
45 minutes or whatever. And uh, bullock, uh, man, you could take that, marinate a chicken with that, uh, and uh, take that your chicken punch holes in it on both sides, you know, so the marinade can get in it. And, man, you talk about delicious. I mean, it can get fine quick. I made it up with some, uh, some rice. We uh, uh, got me a ricer, and, and me and I, we have an anniversary on uh, the 4th of February, and so Misty and Danny had bought uh, one of these pressure cooker uh, type of uh, electric, you know, a little, it's a ricer, canner, pressure cooker, you can fry in it, you know, or saute, and uh, it can do a bunch of junk, and uh, they got uh, one of them and gave to us, and uh, it was a ProLine model, and uh, they ordered two XLs, and they messed up in their order and sent them an XL and a Pro, and so Danny and them, uh, they kept the XL, and uh, they done some negotiation, and I got the the pro model give to us yesterday, and um, I was going to test drive it today, but I figured well I'd wait a little bit, you know, because I've been marinating these uh, chicken quarters, and uh, I had had them in the marinade that uh, tamarind sauce for oh probably about four days, and uh, the flavors really got in there good. I mean, outstanding. And then I had. Uh, peppers and uh, and onions, and I put that in with that rice and sesame oil and uh, salt, and uh, put that in my my ricer. Just reach over and turn that thing on, hit white rice, drop the lid on it. And I mean, it get it on about oh, 15 minutes down the road, give it a stir, you know, and then close her down and just let her go. And man, that rice will come out, and make you hurt yourself. You know, things uh, things really could get interesting going forward. Um, I was uh, noticing that deal with Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston and their daughter. And um, I happened to be in Houston and a family that I knew there uh, was tied real close to Whitney. Uh, as a matter of fact, the man was one of the opening lead singers for her. And um, we were talking about ritual deaths, et cetera, and timing of them and so forth. And uh, ironically, um, this girl's coming up, same scenario. And um, the time, you know, when you start dealing with the calendar and different things that's going on, um, a lot of things are happening. And... um, our world, the world we knew, is uh, changing so rapidly, and things are coming out. Uh, people are starting to wake up and realize that a lot of the the uh, so-called ruling elite uh, that were uh, that has been done in secret is now starting to come across the airways, and people are starting to wake up to it. Um, some people cannot look at it or listen to it; uh, they they just it assaults their their imagination and their ideas so drastically that uh, they just have they choose to ignore it. 
uh, doesn't exist. And um, I've noticed a lot of people waking up. Um, we've talked in the last little bit, and um, they're finding that it can be difficult at times talking to other people. And um, I was explaining that yesterday to a, an individual that uh, I was counseling with. And um, this government situation, see, all this stuff is starting to come to a head. People are going to realize that the Israeli state over there is not Israel, uh, has nothing to do with what's in the Bible. That's a Rothschild invention of the Khazars, the Zionists. And uh, so when you're dealing with the Mossad and stuff, you're dealing with Israeli um, uh, Rothschild banking and military interests. And uh, because they want to set up a new world bank there due to the fact that uh, Jerusalem is associated with rule over thousands of years. But the true Jerusalem is really within, and that's what's discussed in Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Uh, and it's a mental thing. But they've got everybody thinking it's all physical, natural, so they're all looking over there. And their look and their, their expectation is bringing it to pass. Um, but, you know, that's part of uh, people waking up. And um, sometimes they just got to run into a brick wall a few times, get their head sore enough that they'll open their eyes and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, uh, I could go around the end over there instead of running into this thing. But um, until they do that, um, they were talking about these vaccines, and they had that young, pretty little five-year-old girl they uh, um she had already had a vaccine, I think, and she come down or they gave her a vaccine and it wasn't just a little bit and she died from it. And um, see, Michael Tessarian came out with that one book and if you go back and start studying um, um, you'll find that vaccines that back all the way at least to the records that we have easy access to from 1540, whatever the sub-base was, uh, whether it was bovine blood or whatever, um, that's the type of diseases that would manifest in those people. The reason it mutates every year is because when they put it in, the human being becomes the rhesus or the green monkey and is now the uh, mutation chamber or vessel uh, to cause an outcrop uh, at a particular period of time, and they test the vaccines for the first 45 days, and there's nothing happens, basically. You know, you'll have a few blowouts here and there, but not enough to count. But the problem is, is they stop before the real um, um, anomalies begin to pop up from that vaccine, which is between 65 and, say, 120 days. I know of young girls, or at least one young girl in particular, was given a vaccine in San Antonio, Texas, and within 120 days, this was a non-sexually active girl, and uh, within 120 days, she came down with a human papilloma um, uh, growth on her cervix. It came directly from that damn vaccine, but they wouldn't admit it. And so they uh, took that out and, you know, straightened everything out, and, you know, she went on, everything was all right. Because HPV, after a while, will cure itself. Um, the, um, the DNA begins to override it. But there are things that you can do to make that happen quicker. 
and uh, see uh, what they're doing right now is they're really hoping this measles, mumps, rubella, rubiola uh, will escalate to a point that they can more or less uh, declare a pandemic, and in a pandemic, they can now openly declare a martial law status. Uh, it's not that we're not under it. We have been since April 19, 1861, Executive Orders 1 and 100 with Lincoln. But in reality, you go all the way back to uh, to Washington because you've been under a martial law status that, since that time. And um, then in 1913, 1917, they updated, and then Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the great social communist, come out and enacted it and reaffirmed it, even though technically it was out of date. Uh, but they quoted uh, from Lincoln and went back to uh, his actions. But uh, when they uh, declared this uh, open martial law, uh, they basically can do what in the Sam hell they want or they think they can. And what's going to occur at that time is that the League of Nations being under the U.N., are going to descend on this country, and we will become known as what is called the terrorists, and they will begin to do in this country exactly what the shit they're doing in these other damn countries. And uh, people want to say, man, those people are this and those people are that. Let me ask you a question. If there was a country or countries that came in and jumped in our shit the way we jump in theirs, and started killing off your wives, your children, collateral damage, stuff like that, and gave them uh, basically a 007 permit to take life, limb, and property without consequences, what the hell would you do? Would you fight like the ragheads over there? Or would you stand around with a, a looking for a corn cob uh, uh, to jam up your butt and maybe a, a couple of rolls of toilet paper just in case you leaked a little bit? What would you do? I mean, that's something you need to think about because uh, this thing's fixing to escalate and it's going to be right down here. The camp of the saints is throughout the height and the breadth of the earth. It ain't over there in a damn little bitty shithole called Israel because that's not it. That was something that King George and them allowed and uh, every damn Jew that there was could have been bought and freed for $2 million. But the, uh, the Zionist Khazars, the Ashkenazis that were on the negotiating team said, hell no, because when we get to Paris, we won't have nothing to bargain with. And so uh, Stalin was worse than Hitler ever thought of being. Stalin killed over 16 million people, man. I mean, you don't hear nothing about that because they hope was on our side. You see what I'm saying? I mean, uh, uh, but you're right, Iowa Hawk. It's going to get down to the belly rubbing and the butt kicking. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, volume six. Let me turn that thing up a little bit. You got that up? Um, Jim, were you in there? I know you were a while ago, but man, I ain't hearing nothing. You can't hear anything? Oh, I can now. I was wondering. I thought maybe I had, uh, 
just dropped out on you. Oh, but, no, uh, no, no. We were just listening to you, brother. See, uh, if you really read the scriptures and you stop and you think about what is being said, um, a lot of those things that's prophesied as being in the past are really like a game attack war plan for what's going to be now and even into the future. Because that which was is yet future. That which is yet future is that which has already been. And so you're looking, um, that which is yet future is that which is yet to come, but yet it's that which has already been. And so you're looking at, at the uh, cycle, the loop of uh, of time and manifestation. That's why it says over and over that um, there's nothing new under the sun. There's a cycle. The, the, the sun itself goes in a rotation around the the zodiac or the zoological calendar called the Maseroth or the serpentine calendar. And uh, uh, people are not really worrying or thinking, uh, cognizant of these things. I mean, um, the way people think, um, they're in their own little world right now. And uh, this system is set up to keep you that way because they got to keep you preoccupied so you will not do your own logical cognitive thinking. Well, you got a time cycle that's on the planet. See, they they forgot nature's God and nature's law. And uh, they failed to realize that uh, man in his physical body is of nature. In his spiritual aspects, mental mind aspects, that is where the divine nature is located. And there is a mechanism to go in and out of these two realms and operate them. And that's what I've endeavored to teach y'all through the School of the Prophets over all these years. Um, But yet you can't just pour it down a person's throat, I mean, they won't get it. Um, you have to give it to it a little bit in doses, and then uh, B and I were talking about this this afternoon, about uh, how you could read something in the Scripture or whatever a thousand times and never get the meaning of it. And I said, that's true. Uh, they're not looking up the definition. They're not endeavoring to find out what it is saying or teaching. They're endeavoring to prove or reaffirm what they already know, think, or believe and uh, what they expect. And, uh, (laughs) excuse me, I said, but there will come a time when you get enough experiences in life that all of a sudden those little pieces, those little uh, uh, strands or reins uh, that you didn't have a handle on, uh, they're going to come uh, tight in your hand, and you're going to be able to direct the horse of the mind and be able to move and uh, and do. And um, Jacob and I had discussions yesterday about things, you know, because um, he'll, God, he's, he's so far advanced in so many things, but, um, you know, when they're about 17, they got to have some mileage. They've got to have... Uh, gain that understanding in order to be able to overcome and prevail. And uh, so he was telling me, he said he felt like he was wasting his time right now. 
And I told him, because uh, he was waiting for a certain age, you know, and I said, don't worry about that. You do everything that you can do right here, right now. You you study this. You study that. You use your dictionaries. And uh, you learn every word in there and what the hell it means. I said, because if you don't know what a word means, uh, you, you cannot communicate with an individual. And even though you can say the right word and the right things, you have to ascertain whether or not the individual that you're talking to has the same type of understanding. Because I've seen people sit there and agree on the same thing, and neither one of them have a clue to what the hell the other one believes. And uh, I've been involved in that myself, you know I mean? And uh, I finally got him to realize, you know, that uh, I told him, I said, son, there, there are people out there you can talk with, and they can get right in the game with you. There's others out there, they don't want to know. They couldn't listen to it if you gave it to them. And there's others that they will hear it, and it will begin to make them think. And when it does, it will make them uncomfortable in their mind. And you're messing up their accepted paradigm. And now you have to become the enemy because if they don't make you crazy, then they will realize that they are. And they can't have that. Does that make sense to you, son? He said, yes, it does. I said, you just have to be careful what you say to people. You really have to pay attention to them, their eyes. And uh, he said, but they move their hands. And they just said, son, the hand and the mouth is connected to the same motor sensor in the brain. You take a coon ass in Louisiana and you tie his hands, I said, he can't talk. Because he got to have them hands working with that mouth. And he kind of giggled, and I told him, I said, think about it. I said, what's someone that's real animated? He said, yeah, that's true. That's what they do. I said, learn to watch and listen to them. They'll tell you what they think. They'll say what they think. That's why it says that the scripture uh, says, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, their mouth will speak. They will take and manifest what they really believe inside. They may not say nothing, but they'll jump and dance. I've seen them spin around in a chair, man. I mean, with feet just a bang, and they'd be red-faced and uh, just absolutely going bananas. And 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 wouldn't say nothing, but I mean, they was ready to explode. And uh, I said, "Yes, be careful." I said, "You can carry them people to a boil so fast they like a pressure cooker." I mean, the you get the pressure hole plugged up, and it won't go let the pressure off. I said, you're going to have an explosion. One time, my grandmother was cooking with the old-type pressure cookers. They had bars that go across the top. I mean, when they made a pressure cooker back then, they were heavy duty. And uh, you could put, uh, I think, two rows of quartz, you know, one row stacked on another and, and those big pressure cookers she had. But she said one time she was cooking. She was always afraid of them. And I, I asked her, I said, why? And she said, Gary, I was cooking one time, and I had a whole chicken. And she said, somehow it plugged up, and it blew that big, fine hen through that little bitty hole in the top and said the bones was up in the roof. Said, I mean, it was just blowing them out of there. <laughs> and I bet you that was enough to really 
shake somebody up. But brother, let me tell you something. She would watch a pressure cooker like nobody's business. And their minds are like that. Right, number three. Very few people. You you just can't uh you just can't um well, there wasn't enough chicken left, man. It just blew the bones and all through a little bitty hole on top of that uh, that deal. But uh, no, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things that's going to happen. I mean, and um, um, those of you that uh, have weapons and ammunition, don't keep everything you got in the same damn spot. Spread it out. Seven, eight places, eight places uh, Solomon said. Uh, you can have a, a you know a halfway decent little piece you know to keep things covered and maybe a throwaway you know something you could uh, throw down you can sacrifice it if they take or whatever because if they come they're going to take every damn weapon you got they're scared to death of you having weapons and um, so you have everything uh, different places and uh, well that's fine you know but I mean um if they come to where your place is located, they're going to try to get everything. And if you've got over 100 rounds, you're going to be called a terrorist, whether you are or not. It doesn't make any difference that you're out there at a target range you got in your backyard and uh, y'all got there planking with a twenty two. Um, that's now going to be called semi-automatic rifles, uh, whatever. You know, I mean, that this is the way they do to twist things so that they can control people. But scatter your ammunition. Scatter your weapons. Put them in different places. And uh, don't put on there what the hell you got, damn it. Uh, let them think a little bit. Daddy used to say, never tell a fella everything you know the first time you meet him. Save something for the second and the third time. Then he'll figure you know something. Um, uh, you stash that stuff uh, uh, here and there and yonder and... and uh, if somebody comes, well, like the fellow said, they'll have to pack the damn lunch. That's kind of like uh, money. Um, you need to know where to do this and where to do that. And, you know, if you have to fall back and punt, you can fall back and punt. Uh, my grandfather went through the Depression, as did Dad and them, and uh, they told me enough about banks and stuff to I don't have too high damn regard for a bank. Uh, or a bank uh, security box or any of that, I believe I'm the best banker, and I believe in holding uh, uh, my funds where I can access them and to hell with the rest of them. I don't need to go fill out a debit card or, or hit the Bank of America or the uh, Visa or MasterCard or whatever or write a check. I mean, I'm going to have enough cash to where I can get to it uh, and whatever else I require uh, to punt. Um, I buy different kinds of sardines and stuff, you know, uh, children like them. And, uh, but I don't buy nothing except something from maybe Morocco or the North, uh, Atlantic. I don't buy, uh, absolutely I will. Cash is king. I don't buy stuff out of the Gulf and I don't buy stuff out of, out of the West Coast. And, um, something happens. Well, you know, I mean, Hell, between the chickens and whatever, uh, you you might not eat uh, gourmet style, but uh, you can have uh, uh, corned beef and hash browns, 
with the uh, eggs on the side, and uh, I, I do believe that'll keep you from having to gnaw on your fingers, and you'll be able to survive a few days. But uh, you know, that's that's up to you. Greens, uh, stuff in the woods to eat, different types of uh, barks and roots, and and so forth. I mean, you can survive. You just have to get a mindset to. And um, and you'll be uh, amazed because as you learn to do that, you'll become more aware of nature, and uh, nature's God, and nature's law. I had a fellow one time. He said, "Man, them Native Americans, them Indians, they're crazy." I said, "What do you mean? Why?" He said, "They're out there praying to the damn tree and the God of that tree." I said, "Well, don't you?" Do what hell no. I said, I thought you told me you believed in the God that made everything. Is that what you said? Well, absolutely. I said, so if you pray to the God of that tree, you're praying to the God that made that tree. Is that correct? Well, uh, I never looked at it that way. I said, well, that damned Indian, that Native American, isn't near as crazy as you think he is, is he? You have to get people to stop and do a little considering sometimes. Um, they're not used to looking that way. They've lived in a canned environment called a city. And uh, they can't do this. They can't do that. They got the police juror. They got the um, whatever the hell that damn city board is. I mean, uh, they got to tell them what they can and do. And, and you see, the cops aren't down there just to protect them people. The cops are down there to enforce the legalisms because that's how the city is going to get its money is through finding people that are breaking their legalism, their policy, their rule, and they're going to throw them in their courts, and they're going to exact fines and jail time, and if they do that, they're going to float a bond on them. And then the good tax-paying people that own property around there are going to find out they really don't own that property, and that's why they're having to pay them damn taxes because those usurping a-holies are taking it. See, and, and in the foundation of this country, that was never so. But everything has been done since the time uh, that they went from the Articles of Confederation to the Union, the more perfect Union, is where they created the constitutional document authorizing them to be able to tax you on everything you do. Ellen Oregon, don't you grab that rainwater music. I damn the state claims that they own that. You better pay a tax on it. They'll find you. You're doing the same thing with your dang ponds and your, um, you know, your different things like that. Uh, tanks in Texas, uh, ponds in Louisiana, and uh, they're uh, they're endeavoring to uh, tax and control the water on your property. I mean, you can't use water out of a pond that you built and water a garden so that you can uh, keep a truck farm going because, you see, they're not getting their damn cut. Well, they may have bought some of them, but they ain't bought all of them. I still got all of mine. We retained ours. Excuse me. But in reality, they have no more uh, private property in this country. All the uh, planks of uh, Karl uh, Marx and his manifesto, uh, uh, communist manifesto, were in full force, thanks and effect in this country. Well, they go in and uh, they call it eminent domain. 
And then the other term that they use is manifest destiny. And the way they got a foothold on the promised land, so to speak, was that uh, they called that doctrine of discovery. And even the nuns were raising hell about it because that was the, the one of the biggest falsehoods that there was. They didn't discover a damn thing. It was new to them, so to speak. But it wasn't new to the people that was already here. They already knew where in the hell they were. But see, that was not what the Vatican and the World Bank and shit like that wanted. Yep. See, any country that does not have a central bank, they're going to war with it because the uh, Federal Reserve, World Bank, IMF, all of those, uh, yeah, Roosevelt was a communist. He sure as hell did overthrow the nation. That's why I keep calling him the great social communist. See, these people don't realize socialism. Well, you call it social security over here. That's socialism. Well, they damn well give it a shot. And Iceland is really part of the tribe of Benjamin. There's no need for property tax. If you went to the damn CAFRA account and a double set of books that they keep, uh, you wouldn't need to pay a tax because there's enough damn tax floated in there that they have claimed. That's where these damn judges and lawyers and and cops and stuff get their damn retirements from. It's paid out of that CAFRA account, that hidden money. Excuse me. Yep, brother, they uh, they do use their strange weapons. And they've been using them strange weapons since they went back and started rediscovering the Bimanas and stuff like that. And uh, see, that's what Hitler and them did. They developed some of that old technology. <laughs> And uh, as Warner von Braun and uh, Oberman and so forth told them, uh, uh, they were helped by other folks. And they wasn't talking about own worlders, they were talking about other peoples that uh, from other civilizations, etc. Yep, they hate Putin. And they hate him because of the fact that he was one of them. He's a KGB officer. And uh, y'all remember what the country, when it started uh, going down, the reason that the Rothschilds have been against Russia for years is that Russia and the Tsar of Russia uh, took and funded the American Revolution for the people. If it hadn't have been for Russia, let me tell you something, we'd have been in deep due. And... Uh, so uh, and, and look at their flag, red, white, and blue. Who in the hell do you think these people are? They're all part of us. That's correct. Not found that is definitely correct. Yeah, they know the World Health Organization is killing the world because they're endeavoring to reach the... Uh, um, 
the Georgia Guidestone uh, criteria of 500 million people. Well, it's about six and a half billion folks out there that don't agree with that. But nevertheless, uh, uh, that's exactly why he was killed. That's exactly why he was killed. <laughs> Yes, sir. See, when Bibi uh, Netanyahu comes here, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, one, he was trained as a Green Beret in this country, um, and he is one hell of a warrior. And uh, he is bought, sold, and paid for into that Zionist system. And um, the reason they're going to tell the people over here in power what to do is because the people in Washington, D.C. are bought, sold, and paid for by the damn bankers, which are the Jewish, Judaism, Ashkenazi, Khazar, Turco-Mongolians that have been pushing the buttons and selling the money uh, uh, and uh, creating all this false currency. See, the, the um, uh, yeah, I know. Yep, they run her ass over from Google, Google Chrome, government mail, and put that dumb wench in there. Oh, yeah, I got you. And uh, that's just the way it is, though, brother. I mean, um, you have to understand um, so usury and interest was developed by the Khazar Judaism. Judaism is not the original belief of Hebrew Israel. Hebrew Israel is something that you do within the mind. It is how you cross over into a divine state realm. That's why they teach everything in a literal fashion so that you will not think, you will not act. You will only look at the physical situation instead of looking at the true power that's hidden within each of us individually and collectively. And the Admiralty Maritime Martial Law is your contract law that they go back to under the Uniform Commercial Code. And in an Anderson's annotated, it says right in the fly cover, ancient Babylonian law going to the Hammurabi Code and Hammurabi. Commercial contract law. Ah, excuse me. And I'm telling you, they've been blowing and going and spraying every damn thing down in this neck of the swamp, and uh, we just started getting a little sprinkle in here a while ago. But uh, maybe it'll miss us, because, uh, like I said, we got to be on the road tomorrow. And uh, I see Southwest Louisiana's on the call. How you doing, young lady? You got something you want to throw on the burner? How about it, Southwest Louisiana? Not found about where are you located, what part of the country or out of the country. Hey, White Wolf, it's Sandra. Yeah, baby, I got you. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Yeah, we got we got quite a bit of rain down here, but it didn't get real bad like they were thinking. So uh, I think it most of it's gone through. I think, <clears throat> but uh, just wanted to say good evening to everybody and see how uh, how you were doing this evening. Well, I'm doing good. I just got to get up early in the morning. I figured we got to get up and be ready to rumble about 3.30 and because uh, I want to make sure we are on the road at 0500. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that'd take about three hours into Houston, and uh, that's as long as, uh, you know, good traffic flow because mm-hmm. uh, I want to be sitting at uh, Fry's Electronics at 0900 when they open. Oh, yeah. And get our stuff and get the hell out of there. Um, Yeah, Knot Pound is up near the Great Lakes near Cantonese, Ontario. And uh, guess three, what do you think the sprays are for? Um, It could be to block solar flares. It could be to uh, create something that things that are in the ground that are coming out. uh, would make it uninhabitable, so to speak. Um, it could be to prevent the people from seeing um, the uh, 13th planet as it's coming out from behind the sun. I mean, there's several things that can be done. They can also take, and uh, as they spray, they can operate harp and uh, reflect um, you know, the uh, the signals, et cetera, to change weather patterns. Uh, to, they're trying to break a hole that they can get out uh, or off the planet. And so here's the one thing. Everybody keeps talking about they've been to this and they've been to that and so forth and so on. The problem that I have to, uh, that I, I have to, uh, um, I mean, they have not showed me that they can get around it. One, the spacecraft does not have sufficient shielding to prevent the radiation from the Van Allen belt, and there's a couple, two or three of them up there, and they've done some exploding, and they made one that's worse than the rest of them. And um, their damn little old bitty puny-ass suits couldn't go through that kind of a radiation belt if it had. That's why the space station is 250 miles up, instead of 300 to 350 up in the Van Allen belt. Uh, They're a good 100 miles below that belt because if they weren't, it would kill every damn one of them. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the way the program runs. And uh, so, I mean, it's something for you to think about. Um, They're all trying to fight over the oil and gas rights and control that's in the Ukraine and in Georgia. And see, that was one of the reasons we went to Afghanistan was because they wanted to open a uh, um, uh, international pipeline from Georgia, Ukraine, down through Afghanistan into Iraq. And... Um, so, I mean, uh, listen, there, 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 there's a lot more fish to be fried than what people know about. Well, I know that uh, uh, 
Major Ed Dames had his family over there and had lived over in that part of the world for several years. Now, you remember Ed Dames is, uh, they call him Major Doom or Major um, Major uh, Ed Dames, and he was part of the military training project that uh, was uh, part of your remote view, etc. And uh, you're going back to aspects of what was known as First Earth Battalion. And um, that there was where they learned to fight wars in a different way. And they were all based upon the mind. And that's where Goat Lab was, and they was upset about Goat Lab because men were using their mind to kill a goat and uh, trained in certain types of martial skills um, and uh, could do things with the mind that would blow your mind. Um, I mean, they have to have that crisis. They they never let any kind of a crisis go to waste. That's how they gain more and more control. And uh, because then they just herd the sheeple. They they flush the cubby of quail so that they can shoot, if you will. Oh, man. See, well, we had company all day yesterday, and and uh, I had to go today and hunt down a man that buys and sells produce. Uh, we got us an order in for that. And uh, I noticed that the greens and mustards and things that's normally growing this time of the year um, some of it they're going to plant now, but the problem is um, fifty-one plus two point five. Yeah, uh, the more that this happens, see uh, the displacement of the planet from the one coming in. All of the planets in our solar system are heating up, but they're not telling the people that, and they're heating up because of this friction from this other planet. Uh, or sun with planets that are coming in. There's two or three of them around it. And uh, you normally can't see it being behind the sun. But certain angles, uh, and the Vatican has telescopes in, in Australia and in Arizona, and they're keyed to this thing looking for it to appear. And at certain times, if the sky gets clear, especially if you're out to sea, uh, you can see things that you normally don't see on land because they keep the skies pretty well blocked out when that appearance is going to come in certain areas. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that's going on with the chemtrails, and uh, it's kind of like Agent Orange and the 2,4-D and, and the nematode that was developed in that, and then the Roundup with the glycospates and so forth. I mean, the, the people don't realize why land in the south is uh, not as... Valuable is land, let's say, in the central breadbasket, Iowa, Nebraska, places like that. It's because of the enhanced and increased usage of uh, Roundup 2,4-D uh, being a, a variant of what you would call Agent Orange. 
and uh, that's in your soil, that's in the roots, and uh, um, uh, consequently, that stuff's going to be there a long time. Um, I don't know. I really don't know, Shrink Rat, uh, if there is a site to go to that identifies which quadrant in the sky to look at at what times. I know we have seen it here uh, over at the farm site because we'll be out, you know, with cattle and stuff early in the morning or late in the evening, and all of a sudden you'll start seeing these rays come out from the sun, and it's kind of like looking at the... Uh, um, the flag of Japan, the rising sun, except it's risen, and you'll see these little starbursts all around it. And uh, that is definitely not a normal thing. That sounds great. We'd appreciate that if you can search and find it. Uh, but you're going to see, uh, as as these perturbations begin to occur, you're going to see more and more um, earthquakes in the planet because it's causing a disruption of the total shield or, or um, uh, the ball of the earth itself. And as it heats up, so you've got water that is being broke off in glaciers. Uh, some of it is just super, super big. And uh, we were looking at the other day, there's one that's breaking loose in Antarctica right now, that uh, they figured just for that water melting, once it breaks fully off and separates into the ocean, uh, that it's going to cause the water to rise over 50 feet worldwide. Now, here to tell you, them folks rebuilding down on the on the, uh, Martha's Vineyard, and uh, you wondered why some of the the in the know uh, movie people are selling their damn beachfront property. Um, they're heading inland. And uh, when you get down to it, there's going to be a sea that's going to come all the way up into Arkansas, I mean, uh, to uh, Arizona, coming into the to the uh, west of uh, Colorado, uh, a good chunk of up into uh, Nevada, and it's going to take out a hell of a lot of California. It's going to go on up that west coast, uh, getting pieces of Oregon, Washington State, up into um uh, um, I think it's British Columbia on the west coast there. And uh, you're going to see a lot of shaking in the mulberry bushes. Now, if um, if um, the sulfur volcano known as Yosemite uh, explodes and the ground is already increased and spots it's up to about 165 degrees and it's raised in some areas over 10 feet, uh, if that damn thing explodes, that sulfur can literally act like if you put a shield, a golden shield in the sky, and it would reflect the sun back. That reflection would drop the temperature on the base planet itself, and you would go into what's known as a kind of a nuclear winter. But uh, see, the poles are shifting right now, and the water that's at those poles is melting and evading, and, uh, and the Hopi prophecies, it says when the two guardians leave their post, well, those two guardians is the Arctic and the Antarctic, then it's fixing to get bad. And the reason is is because of the shift in these different uh, um, uh, waves, like let's say your your um, your jet streams and things of that nature. Notice the difference in where the where the currents are coming now and where the rains are coming out of. Notice what's happening in the northern parts of the United States where 
let's say on the West Coast. Man, we lived up in uh, Washington State there at Fort Lewis, and uh, I even went through uh, special training systems at uh, Madigan General. Beautiful place. And, uh, man, it hardly ever snowed. Once in a blue moon, you know, we'd get a little bit of light snow or something. But, brother, let me tell you something. Them people all in that neck of the swamp now, there's some chilly weather, weather comes in and out of there. And um, you look at where it's coming across the states and where it's coming across. And, see, they're, they're already figured where the new equator is going to be. And you can put that in there and say, well, where is the projected uh, uh, next location of the equator? And you're going to see it somewhere from about Rhode Island straight, you know, west over in uh, California, Oregon. Let me tell you something. If the equator arises to that level, you better figure out what in the same hell happened to the rest of the uh, of the country and the planet. Well, there's a lot of things could be done, number three, solar obliteration techniques. Um, they're trying to get a shot on everything. But there's times that they could take those shots and they know it. That's why they're using the stereo program system. Uh, they were kind of shocked when um, there was a meteorite hit the sun and it come out the other side. Uh, that kind of, you know, put the barf, uh, barf and, uh, and scratch to them, you know. They didn't know whether to upchuck or uh, uh, scratch their butt in their head, but there's a lot of things that's going on, and it's going to get worse before it can get better. Um, when you use a solar bomb, or uh, not solar, but let's say a plasma or a hydrogen-type bomb, if you go back and study the ancient uh, um, histories of Samaria and the, the War of the Gods and Men, you're going to find that uh, when they exploded those uh, uh, light devices, uh, and, and when you look at them and listen to them, you're talking about the solar radiation. That's from a, a, some type of a nuclear disaster. And we have places where there is literally sand and stuff that's created, and it only comes from a nuclear explosion. But that messes their damn history up. And um, it says that uh, once it did, then the earth began to get out of control. What happened was Mama Nature done got pissed off because they done jacked with her and her babies. And now uh, she uh, she begins to just kick ass and take names. And if there was not a few people that had been saved in that time frame, there would have been nothing here. And if you'll go back and read Genesis real carefully, it tells Adam to multiply and replenish the earth. A little word there is replenish. Somebody asked Rasmus one time, they said, Rasmus said, you want some molasses? He said, no, i got to have some molasses before I can have some molasses. Well, if you're going to replenish something, you better figure out that it had been plenished already. And now you were going to have to repeat the process. So something occurred, whether you like it or not, politically correct or not. It's an illustration and an analogy. Use your cognitive thinking. Well, it could be. They're expecting the lights to go out for a little bit tonight uh, in that ball game. And if it does, it'll be uh, 
at a certain time frame, certain things are supposed to happen. I mean, you know, these people, they come up with all kinds of stuff. You don't know if it is or it isn't. But the fellow said, when you climb on that horse, he's either going to ride or he's going to buck. And if he goes to humping up, you can tell he's going to put a crow hop or something to it. But when you climb on him, you better be ready to ride because you don't know till you get the air took out of him and limber him up a little bit. Daddy had a spotted horse, and that's what they called him, the spot. Man, he was one of the best roping horses in the country. Well, they had a picket fence, and he'd they'd get old spot saddled, and Dad would go out, and it'd be cold morning. He said he did not have to worry about it. He led him about 20, 30 feet away from that picket fence because he knew Spot was going to give him hell for about five minutes. It said if you were close to that fence, he'd either pitch your ass on it or over it. And he didn't care about landing on them picket fence. And um, there is no telling what's going to happen. You can't run. I mean, there ain't nowhere to go hide, so the only thing to do is develop your mind and prepare. Uh, there are going to be people that's going to live and run in fear. And uh, be like Uncle Bercy, you know, with uh, Jerry Clower. Uh, airplane come by and wrote uh, Pensacola in the sky. And Uncle Bercy is so country woods uh, uh, educated that he thought uh, uh, God done wrote it in the sky. He was going to destroy the world. And so Bercy took off hauling butt the opposite direction of where that plane was flying. And Jerry finally bear-hugged him and caught him. He said, where are you going? He said, God done wrote it in the sky. going to destroy the world. He said, no. He said, that there was an airplane flying up there a while ago, and it put in a sign that said Pepsi-Cola. Oh, no. He said, you kidding? He said, no. He said, well, tell me something. He said, um, uh, why was you running? He said, well, I was just a running because I, 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 I didn't want to be caught in the middle of that. He said, where was you going to run to? He said, I never thought about that. And that's the way they are. They're going to be shook up, shocked. They're not going to think about what in the hell is going on. And people will run over you, killing you, thinking they're doing their God a service or trying to get the hell out of the way. And most of them are going to be running into it. Truth bugs got in here 1-30-2015. Yellowstone geologist says eruption in two weeks. Silence for two weeks. Cryptic interview. HTTPS colon double forward slash www.youtube.com And then it goes on and forward slash watch question mark V equals sign capital A little O capital S capital E Little N, N, F is in Foxtrot, Silk, six, G is in golf, one, and small W as in whiskey. Uh, otherwise, you should be on the computer. Most of you ought to be able to get that. That's correct. Uh, that's exactly how you do it. That's how Bernays and nephew of Freud uh, began to manipulate the masses with Woodrow Wilson and uh, Mandel House and the different ones, and uh, it is definitely a tried-and-true technique. works just about every time. And um, they don't necessarily make it happen, but uh, when they see things are right for it, they begin to stoke the fires, if you will. 
Be calm. Be cool. Got like in effect. The guy that gets angry, gets mad, loses his head, usually winds up dead. Be cool and calm. You get shot at enough, I guarantee you, you'll get to where you can tell whether it's incoming, outgoing, or, or whatever. The only one you don't hear is the one that gets you. <coughs> They do. It would be pretty easy for you to pick up on, Shrink. Uh, you being a psychologist and heavy-duty background in clinical studies and applications, uh, it sort of be some real easy stuff for you to slide into. Gypsy Girl has got uh, some type of a background in psychology and hypnosis and so forth. She's a pretty uh, studied little gal herself. Choley on the West Coast, man, that gal does a lot of research, great mind. I mean, um, there's a bunch of them out there. Um, <laughs> Too much fear porn, huh? Um, your meditation, uh, you can begin to make a confession um, that is key to giving you uh, um, that you can act and react or interact in any situation in a perfect, controlled um, uh, manner. Create that type of a program and then begin to uh, rehearse it, uh, especially when you're going to bed at night. Uh, the last 10 minutes uh, that you're in bed, whatever you're thinking and programming in a positive manner, it's what's going into the subconscious mind, and it will come back out. It may take a little bit, but um, um, it uh, it's going to be just fine. Yeah, Pacholi's uh, been spending a lot more time with her family. Um, I haven't heard from Tracy Ann in quite a bit. I know she was having some uh, difficult situations, you know, it kept coming up with uh, property that they had and and the government's up there and so forth. And um, I haven't heard from her. I knew that they'd went through a few things and she had challenged them. But um, I know when you challenge them, even when you have the right stuff many times, um, they're not interested in what's right and wrong. He said, if they can get away with it, uh, they will break the law. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, some of the biggest goddamn crooks I know of and criminals I know of are law enforcement and in the judiciary. Yeah, the uh, government in reality, even in the Constitution, uh, remember they met behind closed doors, and the people don't really know what the hell went on behind the closed doors. 
And see, that's why it says we the people are in caps there. Uh, that is not we the people in lowercase. That's two different groups of people. And uh, the capital we and the and people is the conundrum in law, and it's really dealing with unnamed beneficiaries of a corporation trust that's established on a Delaware charter issued from the uh, Crown in England under the authority of the World Bank and the Vatican, which is the true crown, not the queen. And, uh, I mean, uh, even the Pope uh, is not really the Vatican. He's the figurehead false prophet, the mouthpiece for him. And now that he's a Jesuit, see, he can operate under what's known as the coal nidre if you were in Judaism, uh, because under the uh, Jesuits' uh, vow, uh, he could do anything at that high level. He could tell you that, uh, oh, he loved you and he was looking out for you and be planning on uh, um, getting your damn head knocked off in 20 minutes. You know, I mean, uh, you got to stop and think about this. And um, it's kind of like if you get to studying about uh, the mob, the mob and the Roman Catholic Church, the mob, uh, the Roman Catholic Church and and uh, the Nazis, uh, man, these people were all hand in glove together. So I mean, uh, I mean, you're just going to have to do some serious thinking. I, I read a deal. Somebody sent it out and it said, "Can the preacher save this country?" Hell no. Those buttholes have sold out. They're under Title 26, Section 86, Paragraph A, 501, Subsection C3, United States Code, and they got to an answer to the government and report on you, including testify against you when it comes to the Internal Revenue Service, which is a private collection agency for the World Bank. That money don't come to the American people. That goes to pay off a damn debt under a 52 percent state and perpetuity of interest load. I mean, that's part of their fee. Uh, hell, they pay a damn rent fee on the White House to the to the Vatican. I mean, come on, folks. He is part of the damn problem. That's why he's got a 65% tax-free credit. Don't care if he is your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, or whatever. And if he don't really know what the hell's going on, he needs to get the hell out and go take a look at the situation. Well, I can appreciate that. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, over at the farm in Louisiana, um, when uh, we first started going, to, you know, taking care of mom and dad and, and Ritter and places like that, and uh, started, you know, reworking the old farm so at least it could be, you know, it could be usable. Um, the little churches around here, some of them that we grew up in, hell, my great-grandfather, he can give them the property for this church. As long as it stays a church, they can have that property. Otherwise, it reverts back to the family. And then my grandfather on my mother's side um, uh, was one of the main deacons, and they built this old building, you know. And, and so, I mean, there's a long line of people in the family involved in this thing. But... Uh, they were having a deal where people would come in and they were instructing the people in the uh, assembly uh, to report on anybody that didn't go to church, that didn't fellowship with uh, the people at large, that was not a participant in the socialistic structure of whatever's going on in the local area, and to report those people. 
And so uh, that's when uh, the cops and everything, they started going all around. And now they've got, uh, they they have uh, homes and stuff all through the woods and everything back in the swamps over there and um, in East Texas and in um, Southwest Louisiana. And, um, man, I mean, you'll see cops that's living here that have to drive 30, 40, 50 miles to get to where in the hell their duty station is located. And guess what? They're always driving a government vehicle. Still doing the same damn thing. You call it under the guise of national security. Homeland security. Isn't homeland security the same crap that Hitler came up with in Germany? Yep, that's exactly correct. Exactly correct. Yeah, they. Um, I sent out three movies this past week, um, and I was hoping that somebody would look at them and listen, because uh, they will tell you what the hell they can do to it, including um, they, you can have your computer plugged into an AC socket and no external linkage to a web or anything. And they can access that computer and download through your AC line. So, I mean... You, you need to you need to stop and and really do some serious thinking. You can teach people. You just kind of need to be careful of what you're doing. Yeah. Until inside. I know the last uh, two days, uh, like yesterday, man, they were flying me big time. And uh, we had company that had come to the farm, so everybody was here to, you know, do whatever. And uh, children, grandchildren, stuff like that. And uh, guests. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, it wouldn't be long, and here they'd come. And... uh, They can do it with a satellite, but I guess they like to spend a little fuel. Every now and then you'll hear them cut their power and go into a corkscrew, but usually that's not quite over me. you got people evidently across the, the creek or different areas that are uh, involved in stuff. Hell, they would have flew enough here to know that nobody here is a lawbreaker. Everybody here does their best to get along with everybody. <laughs> Like everybody in this family just about operates as a um, 
a volunteer fireman or something like that. Um, to say even that, they're trying to get uh, the volunteer firemen all signed in under special contracts and stuff like that. And um, um, everything is controlled. Contract and control. Jim, you got anything on the burner? How about it, Brother Jim? Yeah, brother, I'm here. I said, do you have anything on the burner, something you want to talk about? No, I was just listening to what you were saying about some of this stuff and how things are getting, you know, tightening up look around. around. Stuff. Yeah, look around. You can see it. It's all around you. Oh, yeah, and there, I was watching the news kind of today. They were talking about they're going to insist on making the government make the people get the uh, vaccine. I told you. They're going to claim it's a pandemic, and then they're going to force that. If they give them damn vaccines, they can program death through that damn vaccine. And that goddamn doctor is the agent of the state. He has got to give it to you. They'll report on those that don't, and they will not give it to you unless you sign a total release for them and for the hospital and the damn drug manufacturer. Uh, I mean, listen here. Uh, they want you to forgive them for killing you. Oh, I understand that. I don't. I'm not going to take it either way. Well, I'm not either. I'm. Uh, I'm allergic to it. <laughs> No, it's just like I said. It's yes, there is a basis of hope, uh, shrink. See what you have to do. It, it's so simple. When you start giving that program each and every day, each and every way, I am better, 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 and better. The good I seek seeks me out. I do wonderful service, and I gain wonderful pay. You make a, a little rhyme up. You make that up as a meditative program. When you're thinking about it going down the road, um, you, uh, I will be able to remember, record, retain, and recall this information, not only now, but at any time in the future, but to and including and especially beginning today. I've done a double reinforce on today, now. And yet I put it in the future as well, so it's a continual loop. And see, so when you begin to do that, you uh, uh, that hypnosis program is in reality just another set of terms that's defining the operation of a correct methodology in prayer. Yeah. And I also, to add with that, I also say there is no sickness, there is no disease or pestilence can come near me or my dwelling. That's correct, and uh, not found Francis Scoble Shin, Dunning. This goes back to the most ancient of times. This was part of the secrets of the Pharaohs. And uh, see, that's why he said that by our words we overcome, and yet by your words you condemn. 
and uh, Shrink comes in, he says, and training my sudden unconscious mind. That's exactly what you're doing. See, when you control your thoughts, the power of positive thinking, the power of positive speaking, uh, whether you're going back to the early parts of this country um, and uh, then Francis Scoble Shin, and if you go back even further, you're going to go back to the great healers and uh, Mar- uh, Mary uh, Ruth Barker Eddy. Where did she get her knowledge? She went back to the 1860s to a guy by the name of uh, William Parkhurst Quinby. Quinby was one of the greatest healers that this country has ever known and uh, really done probably as much as uh, even, um, um, oh, damn, with the glasses, uh, Casey. But uh, he had been a mesmerer where they used uh, tree magnetism and stuff like that. Well, it wasn't the magnetism of the tree, but what they were doing, yeah, Parkhurst, that's his name, uh, William Parkhurst Quimby. It's Parkhurst, not Parkist. But anyway, uh, uh, he trained them, and P-A-R-K-H-U-R-S-T, uh, uh, I believe it is. I've got all the books. And, uh, man, that was a big-ass boom. What the hell that was? But anyway, uh, uh, there's a lot of training um uh, you could go back to uh, the power of the subconscious mind with Dr. Joseph Murphy. Um, Joseph even taught uh, Park, uh, no, H-A-R-U-S-T, um, I believe it is. I'd have to go over there and look and get the book. It's Parkhurst, H-U-R-S-T. But um, people would see him materialize. Uh, see, even Jose Silva had takeoffs of what uh, Parkhurst uh, or Quimby was doing. Um, oh, shit, let me see. You know, it tells us that there's no what form begins us shall prosper. But yeah, yet, but see, if, if, if you don't know it and you don't apply the law that governs it, then it won't work for you. My people, uh, they know my name. They know my nature. They act upon it. That's what Jacob was doing. He was supplanting, changing, using a knowledgeable law to become Israel, Yisrael, one that had the power of a God. He was able to take the ISIS state of mind and impregnate it with a raw and enlightened state, and that would activate the El Shaddai, which was the all-powerful feminine aspect, because El Shaddai, uh, El Elyon, went back in reality to um, Allah, um, Allah and Alut, which was feminine, and is the basis for the term Allah, 
which is the divine self-existing one, and it has to be a woman because she's the mother of all life. She's the true creatrix. I mean, damn, come on, let's do a little thinking here. We can do this. I mean, uh, all it is, you just have to know what it is and practice it. And, uh, you know, don't do it two, three, four, five times, ten times, a hundred times and quit. Keep on keeping on. You're overcoming all the crap that's been programmed into your head. I understand it's yeah, just like, Go it's ahead. Like, when, like when people are, uh, how can I mean, like everything, we'll be confessing it and believing it and rocking on, and all of a sudden something comes up and they, they get down in their body or something, you know, comes up. They still confess it, that, that they're, you know, the overcoming aspect of it. But yet they still go through some of the minor uh, symptoms, you could say, of it. Yeah. And uh but we just gotta keep programming the program, right? Yes. I mean because I guess because people I mean as as we're growing up in that and we we confess certain things like when we were in the so called churches and things like that. Nothing ever worked out. And we have to get rid of that old stinking thinking. They said that was then, this is now. I'm more than an overcomer. That I, you know, I stand on what is the true divine law states and says. But I'm not going to adhere to or trust in that false doctrine or that, you know, be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine either. Yeah, uh, see, what happens is that. Uh, people begin to speak out of the abundance of what's been put into their heart, the middle subconscious mind. That's why in the Old Testament analogies of the the tabernacle tent in the wilderness with Moses, the priest, uh, certain ones at one level, operated in the outer court. Then there was a group of people that worked in the middle court, and they had to clean the rocks and the dirt and the trash out and put new oil in the in the candelabra, the menorah, uh, with its seven lights, not nine. And uh, they had to replace the incense on the altar of incense, which was shittim or acacia wood overlaid with gold. And uh, then they had to take and go to a, an acacia wood table that was overlaid with gold. And uh, there were the, uh, uh, the ten loaves or the uh, loaves of showbread and they were made a certain way, and yet they had a type of incense covering on the external that was bitter on the outside and sweet as honey on the inside. It had to be replaced once a week. Well, when you go looking in there, that there is symbolic the duties that that priest done of you and I cleaning out and watching over and preparing our middle subconscious mind, the heart. And as we do that, we can then gain entrance behind the veil, the partition of the three rings of the cervix into the uterus of the womb of creation. And now we can take and put in the the seed sperm thought that will go up the horns of the altar. You know, they're going up the horns of the old cow. 
and they're going to the Old Bridge, which will look like bells or balls of brass on a cow's horns with the Watusi, etc. And, and see, the Africans down there, they're trying to tell you this principle in the mind. And people up here, they think they, they're goddamn crazy. They're not crazy. Shit, they know more than 99% of these people that's got 100 Bibles and think they know it. Go ahead, though. No, I agree with you. I mean, I, it's just that, I mean, they're constantly bombarding people with uh, all this e- ELS, these extra low frequencies and stuff, and people think yes, that they're that, thinking about these they, out. That, that's they what keep, they were doing from... Uh, um, Monmouth, uh, uh, New York, at uh, Fort Monmouth up there, uh, because they uh, had the ability to program Camp Hero right next door to it, uh, had a huge uh, radar and a SAGE antenna system. And they would do certain programming between, say, 426 and about 458 um, uh, megahertz, and then they had to change them because of the fact that uh, they were knocking things out of the sky through projected radiation, radar radiation, etc. And um, then what they did was they found that they could program at a certain megahertz rate, and then they could do offset uh, programming on the push-pull at, let's say, 1066. And so uh, this is the basis of your ELF frequencies and things of that nature where you program and yet a long uh, uh, ELF frequency uh, you can take and uh, uh, do what uh, would be called a, um, oh, it's where you do vibrational uh, programming into the body. Um, and they, um, oh, hell, that child uh, prodigy done it. Um, hell, he lived in Houston. They damn near killed him with, uh, with lead. His mother did. She was letting him play with mercury. And, um, oh, crap, what is his name? He lived in Houston. Hell, he's, he's up our age now. But, um, man, he developed all kind of special stuff. And one of them was a neurophone. That's what it was, a neurophone. And uh, you could program uh, through a person's skin. And, see, this is why Maria uh, Orca and Sigrin and certain ones of the Burial Society that worked and done the meditative uh, uh, channeling for Hitler and them in the Tool or Thule Society, this is where a lot of their discoveries came from, that they were accessing these other dimensional aspects of the mind and getting input into it. I understand. He says, uh, Shrink uh, writes, your happiness and misery are in your beliefs. Boy, that is correct. Uh, P.P. Quinby, brought to you by Reverend Lux. Now, notice Lux is another term for light, Newman. So we got a light new man, Church of Spiritual Science. And the word spiritual, the root for it, is the Church of Mental Science. Sponsored, sponsored by the Phineas Parkhurst, probably Quimby Foundation. Yeah, Maria Orsic, that's her name. Uh, they used sexuality. They, I mean, listen, boy, it was a mad orgy, but they knew how to use that or, orgasmic energy. 
that even William H. Wright spoke of and that they finally killed him over because organ orgasmic uh, energy was how he could cure all kinds of people. But that there would take it away because that's the same as using cyber physiology when they done total mind control healing. That took the the uh, the doctors, that took the uh, pharmaceutical companies, that took government control out of the picture, and hell, they were not going to have that. And uh, uh, Silva and uh, Dr. Robert B. Stone attempted to give that to them in the 80s in Maui. Ah, uh, excuse me. Can't have no damn competition. Got a grip on that. Jim, I'll tell you what do. Um, why don't you handle this just a minute? Let me run inside and get me another cup of coffee, and I'll be... I'll be kind of listening, but y'all do a little talking. Give me a, a kind of a halfway break here to uh, run through that because my, my throat's getting a little hoarse, and uh, I, I don't want to be to where I can't talk for tomorrow. So uh, no. would you take over? Oh, Yeah, I understand. I want to try and get some of these people to come in and uh, participate. <laughs> yeah. No, that way we can all come together and rise together too. You hear that? That's my that's my goose. That's old Toot Toot. And Toot is saying she seconds your emotion. It says nature will teach you. And she's doing her best. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I sat out here very much she'd be over here trying to talk on this phone and we got a gaggle of sixteen out there in the barn. Or in the lot, and I am here to tell you all 16 of them will gather around, and you talk about a conversation, they will endeavor to give you one. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how to mute this phone, so uh, y'all go ahead. <coughs> I understand that. Well, folks, I mean, y'all. Y'all have any questions or have anything you want to share? You know, you can type it in or and I'll read it, or you can definitely come on the phone and share it with everyone. I mean, because... Hey, here it is. Yeah. You know, things is getting to where I believe before long that, uh, you know, the rubber's going to meet the road, so to speak. But we have to know that we know that we know that there is nothing that could come near us or our dwelling if we're in right standing with Mother Earth and the divine creative aspect. It tells us in there. You know, that we're supposed to be good, honest, and have a good report. If we're thinking the good, speaking the good, 
and the blessing on our fellow man, it can't do nothing but come back to us. Going that side. We just need to, um, like I like I say, just basically regroup, get our house in order, and in line with what's really truly going on with the Mother Earth and what's going on in the spiritual aspect too, because you can feel it. You can feel it. I mean, you can tell when Mother Earth changes and something's not right or out of place. But there are those that there are those that are not looking or not paying any attention, even though they may feel weird or out of place. But those those are all things to help us to, you know, fine tune ourselves, so to speak, and lend a, you know, um, how can I put it? Uh, well, there comes the winds. Listen to that still small voice within us. You okay, brother? Yeah, I'm just about back out to my chair. <laughs> I went in and grabbed me a good cup of coffee and as I was coming up the steps uh, to come in here, uh, the wind started kicking up. Oh, I man, I can see the wind rattle. But, uh, you know, I, got, uh, fine. I try not to think of it too much, but it, it comes to mind, comes to mind every so often. You know, it's these little things that are popping up and, seems like you can't get a grip on when the bigger stuff starts coming and happening more rapidly. Think about where you're going to be and how you're going to react to it. Because from what I'm reading, it says men's hearts are going to fail them for fear because they don't understand or haven't understood. You know, they were too busy you know, trying to keep up with the the Joneses or the world, so to speak, instead of really tuning themselves into what's going on. And now's the time for us to get things in order and in place that when these things do start manifesting, that we can weather through it and, you know, be separate from that without any hurt or harm. So, folks, I know you have questions. If you do, please type it in or come on the talk to you and, uh, you know, voice. It will all, it will benefit all of us because everybody has insight. I know there's got to be a mute on this phone. If we just, because you know, it tells us to come let us reason together, come and, you know, to where we can all benefit and understand and help one another and be as one, one mind, one accord. 
you know, doing the things that we need to do to help heal this earth and each other. Yeah, right now is the time that you're going to have to try or do, or not try, you're going to have to do your best to uh, build up those that are around you. Um, hopefully they have done enough studying that um, they um, have a basis, you know, kind of like the rack to hang their hat on, so to speak. But you'll have to build them up so that they can continue to hang it. Um, it can be a, a perilous time in the eyes of some people because they're not prepared many times to see a thousand fall at their right hand and ten thousand at their left hand and to maintain the knowledge that it can only come near them um, by the watching of their eye. Uh, but otherwise, it will not come near under them. And that is something that you have to get people to realize if they're going to hang on and overcome. Yes, sir. If you'll give the program that you're always in the right place at the right time, engaged in the right activity, shrink, the sub-superconscious mind will begin to create the scenarios that make those very things come to fruition so that you are there. Uh, you're really charting your course by setting the azimuths for the direction and thought that you want to uh, go or connect with. And so that's that's where that would come in, and that's how you would go about doing that. Yeah, because there's so many of us, I mean, when you, I mean, the churches has really did a a messed up job on people. I mean, just for their profit and gain. I mean, there's just so, so that, many things. Yeah, you're correct, Jim. That's 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 their business. See, they're they're practicing a non-profit business organization. But what in the hell is the organization? And what in the hell is the business? And it's the business of buying and selling men's souls. Yes, sir. I mean that that's what they're doing. I'm sorry, but that's that's the program. Yes. But the teacher comes along and tells us, I mean it's if we really listen like he says, uh it's it's really easy if we get rid of that garbage that we've been programmed with all those years. He says yeah, so you have to be diligent. You have to keep uh um your soul may not be up for sale, but Soul is also a definition that includes your ability to feel, taste, touch, think, smell, defecate. In other words, experience some type of reality in the material world. And yes. if they have got that light, which is the root for the term soul, soul, Solomon, bite, if that light is obscured, it's kind of like that little song they used to sing, hide my light under a bushel, no, I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm gonna let it shine. Some people they don't realize they're under a bushel, and some of them, even though they do, they won't throw the bushel off because they're afraid somebody will see that they do have a light. Yes, I I I understand that. But I mean, he made it so simple. He said, "By our our words." 
we're justified and by our words we're condemned. We're the ones that are blessing ourselves or kicking our own ass, so to speak. Yeah, and you'll hear Christians say, well, I'm just going to pray. Jesus is going to do this. Wrong, damn it. Yes, sir. Now, if you're going to say it that way, it ain't going to happen. But if you're saying it, Jesus is going to do it. In other words, an enlightened state of mind is going to illuminate you to do those things which you and I are supposed to do. Oh, now I can hang with you. Because, you see... What they're teaching is a physical, literal, one man did it. But the scripture says that out of all the issues of our lives come forth out of our heart, our heart, not Jesus' heart, not Timbuktu's heart, not butt-banging Sally's heart, but our heart. And it can't come from nowhere else because we're the butthole that put it in there. I agree with you. And where it says they're saying that Jesus is our personal Savior, it's not Jesus, it's that enlightened state of mind. No one can do it for us. We're the only ones that can do it for ourselves individually. That's it. That's it. If you don't, if you don't do it, uh, I'll hear some of them say, well, I've accepted him as my personal Savior. I signed the card and that's all i got to do. Man, I don't know who sold you that bill of big shit, but that's what it is. Yes, sir, I agree. I do agree. I mean, they because... need to get off that button and see. He said, he that finds so doing. you got to be doing. If you're not doing, then you're just plain not doing. So you've got to be doing the opposite of doing. If you're not doing, you're undoing. Yes, sir. And it's like the marriage feast of the lamb, so to speak, or that enlightened state of mind, that if someone tries to get in any other way, it ain't going to happen. They're going to be bound and cast out. Well, that's true. And, and see, like uh, Al Wong says, sometimes it's to your advantage to hide under the bushel depending on the situation. There is a certain degree of truth to that statement. And um, as someone that's been trained in uh, uh, guerrilla type or counterinsurgency type operations, I can guarantee you that uh, due to the smallness of our numbers, uh, there was times that we did not beat a drum, blow a trumpet, or scream and yell and say, we're over here. We would disappear like smoke. But when we did open our head, we made it count, and they thought that there was no telling how many of us because a whole lot of us on that team made it back. Folks, I know some of y'all have certain things that you want to say or that's on your mind. Please type it in. I thought Connecticut was going to crank up in there for a little bit, and uh, but I hadn't heard nothing. I seen him kick on that not talk. And um, Connecticut, you got anything to say in there? Uh, I don't recall having you on the hammer with us any or before. Um, if you want to fire up, go ahead.
the only foolish What you got, Tim? No, I was saying the only foolish question is the one that wasn't asked. So I know everybody has something they they are thinking about or have to say, you know. Please, and if you have something to say, please enlighten us. That way we can all share and grow together. And, you know, it says come um, and let us reason together. So please do it if possible. Not found. Uh, there is a way to do that. I, I remember when I was with the RV group, um, I noticed that they made these damn little aluminum hats that they run around with. And I'm telling you, they wore them blame bass things. They put uh, aluminum foil over their televisions and whatever. But um, you can take and go into a meditative state and put a light, a bubble around yourself because no weapon formed against you can prosper. So put that into your prayer affirmation, your positive program, hypnotic affirmation. And begin to put that there, and even their weapons will turn away from you. It's kind of like you're taught the special types of training that you can sense or you can feel a shooter when he's put his eye and his mind on you. And uh, you literally can, even though you're, let's say, a thousand yards away, uh, you can sense that and put a thought in his or her mind and make them miss you. And uh, so uh, notice it says, no man takes my life from me. Um, um, I uh, have to lay it down. Oh, I was listening to the coast last night, yeah. Um, and um, there's there's things, though, that you can overcome. See, we're taught that we don't have power, that it's been taken away from us, and that's bullshit. Uh, your mind, let me tell you, you take one person that really knows how to use their mind, oh, let me tell you something, there's a bunch of people that think they're badasses out there until you go to using it, and hot damn, let me tell you, they will leave you alone. I had to do that to the director of our team uh, and the project that I was involved in. He kept jacking with my family, and so I went to him in a mental realm, and I told him either he would do such and such, or I would allow this to happen, and I would allow him to kill himself. And um, because I could focus and concentrate my thought and direct my will, uh, I happened to go to where the project area was uh, 45 days later. He looked like he had been on a drunk for a month and a half, and somebody beat the crap out of him every day. They never screwed with me and my family ever again. Well, then if he worked at Montauk, um, you have an idea of what in the hell was going on. Um, Montauk was a special place. And see, you got to remember, they don't use love. They use fear and anger to program because they feed off of the energies that are produced by the adrenal cortex. <laughs> Yeah, everybody 
you know, you see everybody keeps talking about the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant and everything. I told them they got to understand they are the Ark of the Covenant. It's their mind. Yeah. Yeah, they can't they can't find it because every time they set their ass down, they're sitting on it. <laughs> I agree. Yes, sir. I told him, don't worry about no physical Ark of the Covenant. If there was one, I mean, it will manifest one day maybe, or it's just, but we don't need it. It's us. We just got to realize it and and use it. Yeah, um, Shrink, uh, that's normal Lajay Fair in those type projects. Um, see, if you'll notice here, we just had uh, everybody was coming down on Prince Andrew for uh, um, uh, sleeping with the underage girls. Well, they got to checking him, and lo and behold, from my understanding, uh, here again, you know, I mean, I don't have the proof of it. Uh, I've seen pictures of it being there, but you could Photoshop anything. And uh, lo and behold, when they got to checking it where he was, here come the old Willie Billy Clinton out of there and slick Willie, old Teflon Willie. Well, they couldn't have that because they got Billy Hillary that's going to come on. And, see, they had kind of promised her back when if she had shut down and do this. And so that's why she keeps coming back for this. Uh, but uh, I'm here to tell you right now, you're probably going to see Brother Bush step in uh, because this here is part of the family, and they are not willing to give it up. It's just like the crown. And the true crown is not the queen, it's downtown London. That's the true crown in England. But uh, in the sense of the, the queen of England, if you look up her family, uh, they're really, uh, they're puppet king subjugated to uh, old Lud, London and uh, the Vatican uh, or the papacy going back to the time of King John, I believe it's Longchamps. Uh, and so uh, this was part of their programming. Um, uh, they would abuse their sons, their daughters. I mean, listen, um, it's very connected. Well, it doesn't have to be a discarnate being, uh, uh, three. It can be people. Um, I, I know in some Wiccan circles or witch circles, you have different people that have different agendas. And uh, some of those are, we call them vamps, you know, a vampire. And what it is that they're an energy vamp. They drain the energy. And they subsist off of other people's energy. And uh, you can feel it. You can feel it when the is going out. That's what it's telling you in the scripture. He said, who touched me? They touched him in the mental sense and they began to draw that electromagnetic charge to themselves. And so as you begin to see what this is, um, it doesn't have to be a, a discarnate or a, a whatever individual. It can be someone down the road that is feeding this thought, this idea, and uh, they need energy, and they will begin to sap it from people around them. Now, I'm not saying that there's not things that's in the dimensional or parallel realities, but the fact of it is is there's a whole lot more going on than people understand. Um, 
Well, I mean, the royal family is not even the true line anyway. Uh, those are nothing but Germans for the Hersberg and Habsburg lines. And, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mount Valen. Uh, that's why they called Prince Philip the, the House of Frankenstein or Frankenstein. I mean, listen, uh, if you go back, uh, look at the Kennedys. They go back, and uh, what's the name goes back? Ugly Head. And so, uh, when, I mean, you get to looking at some of this here. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, it make you do some serious thinking. You can turn that around. All you got to do is become the mirror and let it go back. Start speaking good to the individual that's sending it, and you'll get the blessing, and they'll get the ass whipping. You ought to go to reading somewhere between the 105th and the 109th Psalms and see how David prayed. Father, I don't want their destruction. However, but. However, but what? If they're not going to change, make them as the dung of the earth. You got a handle on that? He put the mirror of reflection on them. It is all blood-related, Rocco. Very good. See, this is why... uh, this is why they want to break the races down to mingle them. Those different colors of corn are individualized on that Cherokee corn cob. Each of them can be separated to have and create a pure strain, basically, but there will usually be some admix in until it is a pure gene, and that's where your Hopi blue corn, prophecy corn, come from. They pure gene that corn. And see, blue-black equates to the uh, the blue-black. If you go back uh, into uh, the Yankees and so forth coming off of Africa uh, and Nigeria, they would call them uh, uh, Nigerian purple gum. It was a, a, a state of, uh, of, you could call it blackness or whatever. Uh, and people don't realize that there was one called Niger, and you can call it Niger if you want. But, hell, that wasn't a term back then, and he was one of the 12 apostles. That's also symbolized in the 13th warrior with Antonio Banderas. But if they can break that, uh, there there was a, a great black queen that was high psychic. I mean, she had mental abilities to blow your damn doors off. And uh, they called her, her name was uh, Queen Naga. And... Uh, they have taken that term and they have bastardized it to where these people don't even know who and what in the hell Niga or a Naga is. They don't understand they're talking about serpent energy priest. And they ain't talking about some damn cold-blooded butthole coming down to, to eat your tail. It's talking about someone that has the ability to control, manipulate, and direct the divine electromagnetic spiraling energy that's on this planet. Consequently, you also had white corn kernels, you had red corn kernels, and you had yellow corn kernels. And today they want to make a mud puppy kernels. They don't want nobody to have anything. 
I know there's 150 Psalms, but go read between 105 and 109. Yeah. Okay, like uh, everybody's looking uh, for the queen called Sheba. Hell, that wasn't her damn title. Her title was the Queen of Sheba. And that's in the, uh, one of the southern Arabic countries and right straight across the deal there was it six or seven miles uh, is where Ethiopia is located, which was also her uh, one of her dominions. I mean, th- these people don't know nothing. I mean, they just flat-ass don't know. They don't read. The mirror is where David, It's we call it the mirror technique, letting them look at themselves. But yet David prayed essentially that prayer because he was praying about an adversary and David said, uh, Father, forgive them because see, he didn't want to go into the state of the divine because we're literally all the children of the creation or the creator or creatrix. And yet it's a male and female combination because we're made in that same exact image. It's just one aspect is dominant and the other is not. And uh, he he stated, he said, Father, he said, I would prefer that you bless them in essence and not destroy them. However, if they're not going to change, Make them as the dung or the dust of the earth. Look it up in a strong, exhaustive concordance, dung or dust. It'll be in your Old Testament and Psalms. Um, and uh, you'll find that exact scripture. If you'll go read it, that is the key teaching of how to pray the killing prayer without having guilt on you. The Pharaoh could pronounce a sentence of death, but he had to do it a certain way to keep the blood from returning upon him. Can you get a grip on that? That's pretty goddamn plain. Well, this crap about turning the other cheek. I don't want to think about who wrote that. Uh, there's, There's things in there that seem to contradict the ancient law. But it's done so that you will not resist the power. In other words, don't resist the government. Oh, God damn, you can't do that. (laughs) You see what I'm saying, folks? Y'all have a good night. I'm going to get out of here because i got to get up early and be gone. And it's going to be 8.54 right now. So uh, we've been here almost two hours for me. Uh, Jim, y'all can have it and do what you need, but I really got to back out so I can get everything done. Shalom, prosper, be in health. Y'all have a good night. Same to you, brother. We love you now. Love you, too.
Well, folks, are you, you going to get involved? You going to type in what you think, or are you going to come online and tell us what you think? You know, I'll wait a few minutes if if you're going to do that. Let me know. But if not, then I will end the call. But I'd like to, you know, know if you want to. Same to you, Rocco. Sloan, props for being good health. Well, if nobody's going to come online and say anything or share anything, I guess I'll end the call. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. We love you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.